Hi, it's Rick from Inquisitive Minds. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, that's R-I-K-James51. And if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, it's IQ underscore Minds. And my personal account on Twitter is Inquisitive Rick. And also be sure to tweet at us your inquisitive thoughts with the hashtag Stay Inquisitive. Love you guys. Peace. What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Inquisitive Minds. It's been a long time since we've spoke, and I'm sorry about that. We've been things have been crazy. A lot of things have changed actually since we last had a podcast. Well, for one, Donald Trump's president. It snowed a, a ton in the great state of Oregon, and uh, I moved out of my longtime residence of Corvallis to the Portland area. So that's sort of one of the reasons why we haven't been producing as much content lately. But you know what? We decided, me and the Inquisitive Minds team, Mad Max Brawley and Don John DeMarco, that it was time to do a little fireside chat and fire this baby up again. So today with me, I've got the team, and we're going to, I don't know. I don't know what we're going we're gonna to talk about. That's the beautiful thing about podcasts. So without further ado, welcome to the show, guys. Howdy. Oh man, good it, to be back. It, yeah. it really it was Jones in there for a minute. Yeah, I've been Jones in for the. How long has it's it been? been? Like two months. November. When was the last? What was the was, last show we did? It was the. Was it the ambassador? The ambassador. It's been at least two months. Almost. Yeah, I was looking at the Twitter. It was still Twitter account. Like warm. <laughs> yeah, it was warm. Yeah, I was looking. It was like early days. November, oh right? Yeah, you know this. Yeah, was that before Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was. Jeez, that was November thirteenth. Oh my god, dude! So two over I, two months. My two loyal months in two days. Loyal disciples, I am so sorry. The holiday season, I got fat. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what's weird though? I hate the holidays. Do you? I love being around family. It's I just like for some reason. The last few holidays, I've just been so broke that I'm just, I mean, this isn't fun. But, you know, you when you're that, when you're broke, you figure out different ways of gift giving. Like, I, I used to make things, mm-hmm. write letters, make coupon coupons for the coupons yeah, for the, <laughs> for the family or whatever. And you find uh, you, kind of unusual ways to to show people that you care, which I guess has been a good lesson. I don't think, I've, I mean, I haven't bought a present in years, man. Yeah. My, I mean, as long as you give somebody, like, or make somebody feel, like, loved, I feel like it doesn't matter what. Show up. Yeah. <laughs> show up. Show, yeah. Just showing up is, I is important. Last year, last year, I was so broke. We, I think we had $20 for each other. We just did random stuff. Oh, that'd know, be fun. Just, like, like, little things that, like, we thought meant something. But, you know, and then that was great. Like, it was a decent Christmas. And then my wife's grandfather died, so that wasn't fun. But other than that, it was good Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, do you have a good? We haven't even really seen each Christmas other. Christmas was great. Yeah. What'd you end up doing, bro? Uh, we visited my brother and sister-in-law up in Washington. Went snowboarding. It was amazing. Oh. So cold. Got uh, 
B&B or not, uh, an Airbnb. Oh, there you go. And there was a hot tub and just chilled with the family. It was great. Nice. Airbnb is probably the best invention ever. It's a great it, idea. It's such a good idea. So easy. Proving why they're banning it, like in every major city. It's, yeah, you know, I've got a million idea, a million dollar idea right yeah. now. Someone, uh, an app for ethnic hair. So I moved to move to the Portland area. Right. And I've been trying to find a barber, and I cannot for the life of me find like a good barber or one that I trust. So if you had yeah. like a like it's called the brother brother barber shop or, brother, or something like that, like where you that. can you can find someone that knows how to cut hair. Yeah. I mean, if I lived in Atlanta or you know where there are more black people, it probably yeah, wouldn't be an issue. But out west, in the in the great state of Oregon and Washington. Well, Federal Way, I had a good barber. I feel See, like I was going to say Seattle, wouldn't, I wouldn't mm, think it wouldn't be too bad. Mm, it's pretty bad. Federal Way, really? dude, that's where all the brothers are. That's where oh, we okay. live out there, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, Oakland and San Francisco. Oh, really? <laughs> sad. Oh. No, I don't know if it's that bad. I just say my in-laws live in Des Moines. So Des Moines? Like, yeah, right by there. Like, just north of there, mm. I think, right on the sound. Oh, oh I, oh, I didn't know there was a Des Moines, yeah, Des Moines. Washington. Yeah, it's like a little town that's... I think it's mostly, like, retirement places, but they have an apartment there. Dude, I had no idea that town existed. Yeah, yeah. You gotta right, go there it's now. It's right by, uh, Tuck, what is it, Tuckwilla? Tuckwilla, yeah. And uh, Federal Way. So. And I know Federal Way. I, you know, I've seen signs for Tuckwilla. Yeah. There's yeah. an Amtrak stop there. That's all I know about it. <laughs> Let's take a train there, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Why not? Why can. not? <laughs> I'm d- we could film it. It's, like, six and a half hours. Dude, I bet we get some good shots. I bet, yeah. On the, like, the river. You know? That would be dope. I watched this uh, Chillin' with Mac DeMarco, or Trippin'. Mm-hmm. Trippin' with Mac DeMarco. Yeah. And uh, instantly, I'm like, so jealous of that guy's lifestyle. Really? But, you know, he's just a musician and freaking, let's take a trip to some small Canada town and put on a show. That'd be cool. Basically. Oh! But it's, you know, they filmed and produced like, the you whole watch, thing. Uh, and do you watch it's uh, amazing. Fuck That's Delicious with Action Bronson? No. Uh, that's on Vice, right? Yeah, it started on YouTube, and now it's on Vice, or Viceland. Viceland. It's, that's a cool it. show. It's like, basically, it's like, half the time he's on tour. Oh, right. Yeah, and they're just, wherever they are on tour, it's just him eating stuff. See, that's, like, that. but that's it's what. It's a cool travel, it's a really, like, neat travel show. That's what we should do. Like, that's where, I mean, Lella, we've been having a little meeting before the podcast, sort of <laughs> decide like this whole two month layout. We're like, this can't happen again. Like we yeah. all love doing this so much, and it's such a random cohort of humans. It's like, I feel like this is special. We all we all agree, and yeah, we can you know I, we all believe we can do anything and put our minds to. So one of the things that we want to do is do some sort of travel show at some point. And the weird thing is, is I, I believe we create our own reality. I have met a very good friend of mine is a travel hacker. And so on, I think I have a lunch date with him, mm-hmm. uh, March, somewhere sometime in March. And I was like, dude, you need to teach me how to travel hack. <laughs> like, I want to learn really bad. And he's got like seven credit cards open and there's these travel bloggers that he follows. There's a whole other, a whole world of like people that literally make a living by figuring out how to travel hack bring them on the show i'm going i am teach the world how to travel i don't see that's kind of i don't really (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, we should. We should teach them. <laughs> I, sometimes I want to keep some of this knowledge to myself, but yeah. that's why I got to have you guys on the crew to, to, to stop me from my wicked ways, man. You know? <laughs> no, but right. I, I don't know. People that listen to the show, you deserve to learn. You deserve to learn. Yeah. So can't hold anything back. Max, you had to... Um, what, were you, what were we talking about before this? If technology... Oh, just... Uh... I'm taking a new media and society class right. <clears throat> here at OSU. And one of the things we talked on our first day was whether or not technology was good or bad, just in general, overall. Hmm. That's such a nebulous, like, range. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, there's, mostly it was just to get us to think about, like, the negative aspects of you know technology and stuff mm -hmm. but this all this all the hype goes into the look at this awesome advancement of technology and you never think about the consequences the consequences or yeah. the you know if everyone has an iPhone what that does to your brain and stuff like that so it's like well I'll tell you interesting from my own debate, at least personal experience i think technology in moderation is a good thing so i'm i don't know i I'm kind of big into New Year's resolution, new, new, new year, new me. That yeah. that type of bullshit. I really like it. I'm not. I do. I I've, I've made some good life changes like um, throughout the years That's by doing that. It really is. You know, I hate that everyone else. I'm I'm kind of a contrarian, but this is the one thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm in on this. So, yeah. one of the things, one of my goals. I think I have like, God, I have so many goals, but uh, no technology in my room after eight. Um, that was one thing that my my wife is big into. She likes having just the bedroom be only for sleeping. That is, and it's like you have maybe like an alarm clock. That's what I light, have, and that's it. That's that's it. books. Yeah, I read a lot before mm -hmm. I go to bed. If I when I'm I still move around a lot, unfortunately, like I'm always hanging out with people. But when I'm home, I have a nice little routine. I go up there, I read, I meditate, and I just pass out. I've been getting better sleep and waking up at like six, which is unheard of. Just no alarms. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's, I'm not a morning person. But ever since I've removed the phone from my room, big changes have started to happen. And then um, I, the, only, the only piece of technology that, that I don't take out of my room is my computer because it sits at my desk. And I don't know, I only use my computer to work. So I, if you're having problems sleeping, listeners, take the phone out of your room. Buy an alarm clock; it'll change your life. I, you heard it, you heard it first here. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, try it out. Mm -hmm. That's I don't one. Think I could. Why not? What, how much? Think about how much time do you waste when you wait? What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Uh, oh fuck! <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm late, probably. I don't know. No. Uh, yeah, I'll grab my phone. For and how yeah. what, do you check your social media sites? Probably, you get, you yeah. get those dopamine. You get a little bit of dopamine if you if someone likes a photo. Or you're just looking. You're a junkie, Why? man. Why is that bad? It's I don't know if it's bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't. This is the first time in the history of mankind that we've ever had a, a little device that extends our consciousness. I don't know. We don't know if it's good or like. You I feel like I, I feel like this whole like the whole argument about whether technology is evil is it's it's not like. It's not a black and white thing. It's a completely relative argument. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, for it's sure. what are you using it for? Like, are you using it to, like, hack and steal money and, or, like, pe put people in danger? Or are you using it to stay connected to people? 
or like in my case i use facebook to promote like my art and stuff like that yeah. so it's just a tool that honestly if i probably if i didn't use it for that i would probably only ever look at it maybe once a week or something but trying to keep like you know leverage like personal relationships and connections and things like that into getting people to like see or hear or look at things and share or whatever is mm-hmm. it's very valuable you know oh yeah is I it wouldn't... valuable enough to i don't know the dev- devices today are so cheap it seems like relative yeah. relative to you know what people get put through to yeah. make them basically Ooh, is what i'm thinking dark yeah. dude and well you had to go there i like it's it just, it's an argument it's like is that you know is our access to the to the world worth some of that kind of part of that though if you think of it the entire history of humanity is predicated basically on one controlling class which i would say would be just the west or like modern society developed nations right you can call it exploiting or you can call it using uh, a workforce and paying their relative wages you know same thing happened in empires, same thing, it's, you know, advancement doesn't happen without somebody getting trampled on, unfortunately, and sure. you can try your best not to trample on people, but... Is that just the way life is, though? You yeah. know, because people try and get away from, like, vegans, for example. Yeah. I don't, wow, we're getting there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Life, Dude, no, ma- this no is, matter... This is the question it, that I've not had answered fully, is, so the whole thing is vegans, right? Yeah. Is they don't eat anything that toils. Like, right? No, they don't. It's like they don't eat anything that has to expend energy to be or something. Is how I oh, would Oh, yeah. Ex- I Max, fact check that. This is so my. Do, ve- do vegans eat carrots? Like, I've been, because carrots yes, they grow do. in the ground and carrots have to expend oh. energy well, and are living and have feelings. Well, well, here's the thing life sustains life. There's no way you can get around it. Yeah. If you, when you go to harvest a field, mm-hmm. like let's say grain or soy, Things get caught, animals, bugs get mm-hmm. caught in the combine. Like you're that's, killing something that's, that's no matter my what. Is that there's no way to eat anything that isn't somehow no. killed or maimed because, like, it, like I said, like it they don't have emotions in the sense that humans have emotions, but they do have neural networks that have pain sensors and yes, they do. They, yeah. they intercommunicate between all the different plant species by by sending by through whether it's through mycelium or whether it's yeah. through chemical messages Just in the air some sort of like an, electri- sort of... or an electrical signal through the ground they communicate and they have feelings like what did you get max it's pretty basic it's what's the def uh is both the practice of abstaining from the use of animal products particularly particularly in diet Basically, just yeah. it's just relative. So you're not animal. eating meat, not eating. You, you can eat vegetables all you want, or eggs, or, or milk. Well, no, the, you can't de- eat. Yeah, it, nothing from animals. Yeah. No leather. That <sighs> sucks. I guess it depends. <laughs> to me, it's just like. Upset. <laughs> 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 Give me a second yeah. to figure out what the heck was going on there. It's just like, how far do you want to take it, though? Because you could say, like, like I said, you can say that, like, if you're eating spinach, a plant had to die for that. And oh it yeah. Felt it. And oh, it yeah. ended its life force. It did. You took you, you you well. It's energy, man. It's a, it's a transfer of energy. Well, it's There's, like we were you saying. It's just. It's like I think people have this unrealistic notion of the world that it can be like perfect. As, yeah, as as a wonderfully, uh, as wonderful an idea as world peace is, it's entirely unrealistic. Oh really? Yeah. I, I don't think, know. I think you can come close. Like we have like now. 
Yeah, there's right less here. violence there's, now than there's now ever is been. Like probably the least violent, one of the least violent times in human history. It is. But there's always going to be violence because nature is inherently violent. Oh, it's, and how do we stop animal on animal violence? That's after zebras. Oh, God. Or you, it, like, you're, I feel like world peace is it's like a slippery, uh, like I'd hate to use the slippery slope yeah. argument. Like it's a straw man argument, but if you think about it, like what's one of the longest times in human history that it was very like peaceful was the Pax Romana. And that only happened because Rome controlled basically all of the known world. Pax Romana. You gotta, what, I think that. I'm Catholic. So like you read about it. it's basically, it was, I, I want to say it was like several hundred years or almost a thousand years where there was no war because Rome controlled. Oh, the, so the Roman from, empire. Yeah. From Spain I mean, to, all the way to okay. like, there were wars, so it was just, it was generally, okay. Well, you could also, I guess like, you could. What was it? it was 200 years. You could technically argue that um, during the, the Mongol horde, the, yeah. they, they, there was a time of, of a very tumultuous, but very pretty safe time for travel and trade. Yeah. You know, because uh, of, of Genghis Khan. And, because of and, an empire that controlled yeah. a vast swath of land. That is yeah. so dark. New World Have you ever seen the I movie guess... Sicaro? It kind of reminds me of that. No. It's oh, it's Sick like this, I don't know. It's it's about the I mean, you know I'm not I love to spoil movies. Watch watch Sicaro. It's a good film. It 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 basically talks about what we're talking about, but within the cartel uh, family or within the, within the cartel realm. Yeah, I which, guess it, like it's just like would you try? I would rather have a world that's inherently violent and chaotic, but within that chaos, order will come out somehow. Versus a. It's. I mean, it goes down to the simple like: Do you want freedom or do you want authoritarian? Like, mm-hmm. That's. Yeah, it's, the I, same, see, it's the same thing. Like, I would rather take my chance in chaos than me too. Have a complete overarching control by one body or like. Unless like I was that one body, and then that'd be dope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. It's. It goes down to the to the veil of ignorance. Yeah. That we're, we're, we went from vegans. Vegans to vegans, just yeah, deep, vegans. deep, <laughs> deep philosophy. Really, man, I. I've missed we twenty six shows this year. I'm in. Like we're doing it. Do I don't know how we're gonna do this. We gotta get. And you know, we never got Dr. James Cass. He got so busy. I'm gonna call him and be like, yeah. "Hey, man, I'm taking. I'm gonna kidnap you. I've got to get you on on the air, even for like, a quick half hour or something." Oh, uh, yeah. I think we with him. I would. I think we. It would. He's a fascinating individual. Yeah. Talk. I mean, you you wouldn't think that the ground would be so interest. Dirt would be so interesting, but he's a really deep human being, and mm-hmm. I think he has a very a very valuable message, a lot to say. And yeah. I would love to get him on the show. Would, and I would inter- I would be interested to talk to him too. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's real. He he's a musician. He recorded an album too. Oh really? Yeah. He's really he's a strange nice. strange cat. But that's, that's cool. the kind of people I love. Or they're the the, the weird the and strange. The multi fat. Yeah. What's up with, um, people wanting to be you know, labeled and put in boxes? There's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. I feel like the, that's the that's what's going on today. What you know? They always say that the like you know a jack of all trades a master of none. They never finish it. Like it's a phrase. Like it's it's a jack of all trades, a master of none is sometimes better than a master of one. Like that's the actual full phrase. Like it's it, people cut it off and use it like you're supposed to be like you're better off being an expert in one field and doing that than, you know, have being knowledgeable in as much as you can versus what it really means is it's better to be as knowledgeable as you can in anything and everything 
than to be just one tunnel vision on one thing. I didn't even know that there was more to that. Yeah, really? Yeah. No, I, I feel yeah. dumb. This is great. <laughs> Look, this is education right now. Yeah. That was great. I had no idea. Yeah. I found that out, I don't know, four or five years ago. Say that one more time. It's uh, a jack of all trades. A jack of all trades, a master of none is sometimes better than a master of one. Oh, that's great. I'm glad we recorded It's like one that. of those old parables, like if, if St. Anne's were pots and pans and beggars would ride, you know, that kind of stuff, like. Have you heard of any of these? Nope. Ba- All right, I'm the only one. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole. There's a no- whole another line of it too, but it's what? it's supposed to be like you know you would say well like, you know well, if I would have thousand dollars then I could get tons of stuff that I could use and, and you know but if it, ifs and ands were pots and pans then beggars would ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. It's an entirely dated phrase, but <laughs> no, I think I like it. No, I but like... I found that out a few years ago, and like I was like. That was around the, t- the time that I, like, really started trying to learn history, like, just blanket learn history from just facts versus accounts. Yeah. Where it's, like, that was, again, where I found that whole history is written by the victor thing. Oh, yeah. So to find out just, like, I started reading about just all kinds of stuff just from every angle to kind of put my own you put your, you, 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 you that, answer, yeah. And then that phrase, like, I learned that phrase, the full phrase, and I had always felt like I was a jack of all trades and never, like, really found one thing I was really good at or wanted to be good at. And since I heard that, it's like, it just makes perfect sense to me that I would rather be able to do a lot of things well than to do one thing that's exceptionally. That's kind of how I am. And it's really makes for, it makes, it it makes for good conversation. It also Mm -hmm. makes for, it makes it easier to relate to other humans. It makes for the more that, you know, the wedges, wedges. I love that. It makes for a well-rounded person too, versus like you always see those people that are like hyper successful in their field, but like they're miserable outside of work because that's all they have. It's like, you know, your most successful neurosurgeon is that's all he does and has done for, you know, X amount of years versus somebody who's like, good at a bunch of stuff they're so well-rounded they have a lot of like outlets and they have other interests and they meet tons of people and make connections and stuff like that yeah that's yeah look at this ben carson was our most successful uh <laughs> <laughs> sleepy, sleepy doctor <laughs> got it oh man you, you had to you had to, you had to bring up old ben carson he's uh the future surgeon general is yeah is he or i thought he was the director of housing yeah is that what they put in yeah that's what that's what old so donald strange. trump such a strange choice Who i actually knows? talked about this with my roommates the other night right the, i'm kind of excited oh yeah excited for dr carson yeah. You are. I'm, I mean, I don't know. It, not much is at stake for me personally. No. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I am. Uh, I'm making money now. So how about that guy, tax so. break? Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's that's what I keep looking at. Again, it's all relative. It's like what happens. Like what's the most realistic thing? They're not going to build a wall. Nobody's no. going to pay for that. They they've quoted it as being a five billion dollar project. Yeah. Unless hyperinflation happens, and they're like they just print five billion dollars and tank the economy for a while. It's not happening. It's, it's, like it, that's the whole, the whole election. People were so fucking crazy. They didn't sit and just look at it. It's like if you had Clinton, you knew what you were getting. She was the same thing. All the shit that had been happening for the last twenty years. That's why I'm excited. You have Trump. At least everybody in the establishment was pissed off that he was I even know. involved, and that told me a lot. Like I'm, I'm hopeful. I doubt anything good will happen, but hey, I'm excited. I remember. My, I think maybe my taxes will go down, and oh yeah, great. I'm ready like, for that. I, I, I just if the this election ruined your life and you were 
depressed, you need to get a you need to get a life because this the president of the United States shouldn't really have that much of a effect on you. You don't even no. know that person. Like day to day, whether you were conservative during the eight years Obama was president, it didn't really affect you all that much. Really, maybe you had to, like especially if you're our age, it didn't affect you at all. The only thing it did was I had insurance for another like four years. That was and good. That was, it. It was good. That was nice. yeah. yeah, that was great. Other but than it, that, like, would I have survived without it? Yeah, yeah probably. Most likely, you'd my you would knee, survive. My knee surgery would have been more expensive. Yeah, it would have sucked. You would have figured it out. Yeah, exactly. you'd have been okay. You would have lived. You would have mm-hmm. survived. Exactly. The sun would have rose. You know, I don't get. There's no need to get upset. And plus, you know, if you're on the other side, you lost. I lost too. I lose every election, yeah. you bastard. Shut up. You know? <laughs> when you believe in an obscure political ideology yeah. <laughs> that nobody else understands and thinks you're a racist, homophobe. At the, I've been called in same conversations. I've been called a capitalist. I've been called a communist. I've been called a homophobe. But really? You, yeah. But you just don't just, care. I don't you're care. You're a libertarian. You I don't just give a do shit. whatever like, you want. I don't give a shit what people think of me to start. If you want to think I'm a racist, then that's in your brain. Like, you know what? I've, I've decided, like... And I'm out of advantage because I'm black. I've just decided to, I, I guess I'm just gonna say I am a racist at all times. <laughs> like, like why not? Because it, I feel like people will use that to, um, to, uh, like undermine your what you're trying to say or to to, oh, yeah. to seize power. I feel like that's that's thrown around too liberally. I have been. I still don't believe in racism. I know that's ridiculous. But it's my belief. I haven't really experienced. I've, I've yeah, I've experienced some things, but yeah. in general, like I'm not going to let someone like, dude, you have you power over me. Like, it, right. like if someone were to walk and be like, "You're a nigger," I'd be like, "Dude, I love you. Like, yeah. you aren't going to bother me. It's I'm not like, going to let you bother of, me." Like of like racial slurs of like people like like groups reclaiming words or whatever. Yeah, words are words. You give power. The action behind the word is what gives the word yeah. power. If you depower, if you like just depower it, if you whatever. Depower. If you if you, if you stop if you just start using it for whatever shit like like there's a, a slur for Lithuanian people called lugans that we would like you know, it would be like somebody calling somebody like a spick or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I got you. But like that's like kind of like a term of endearment in Lithuanian culture is to call you like we're Lugan like that's we're what we Lugan. say yeah. you know it's but, just it's just a word and people need to move on like need to move on don't give that other per- just like the only you're not going to change someone's mind by like I mean if someone is going to walk up to me and be like you're a nigger or you know in a very hateful way there's two I can respond like being angry or I could laugh at them like dude why that's I yeah. love you nothing you can say two, is gonna change my opinion of how I feel about you man and I love you and like 90, you're human. 90% of, that would fuck their minds up 90% be, like, of the time too those types of people like it's not even worth your time to try to be like why are you a racist yeah. a horrible person it's like they're so far gone it's like you they're going to believe what they want take pity on those people yeah just like they're it, gone there's, there's always a um uh, there's a Catholic phrase that it's uh, hate this, what love the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah. You know, racism is terrible. And to believe that one, just because of the melanin content in your skin or where your family is from, makes you a superior person to someone else outside of, you know, like actual legitimate things like your family are better athletes than mine or like your family are better at math than mine or something like like genetic things like yeah. that. Outside of that, it's bullshit and it's just a way for people to pit people against them and control them. I think so too. You know, what another thing, what is up with, 
So I moved back into the Portland area, kind of close to where I went to high school at. And mm-hmm. I've been, bump, been bumping into people like that I went to high school with at the gym right. and stu- and whatnot. And some I haven't some people are kind of like standoffish, like, oh, well, I don't really want to. I'm, I'm going to walk up to that person. Like, What's going on, man? It's yeah. been years. Why is it that people are so ashamed or like uneasy about talking to someone they went to high school with? I don't get it. Is it like a way for people that went away to college or people that didn't go? Like, is that a way for you to feel superior over yeah, someone? That's, what I think that's it, yeah. fucking stupid. Don't do that. This person, like, was your friend. You're not any better than they are. Like, I just think that's human nature. It's stupid. I don't like that. I don't. We need to, like, all kind of minimize our ego. You know what? New goal listers. Let's minimize the egos in this new year. You know, I can't can't necessarily relate because I went to high school somewhere, like, 2,500 miles away. So if I run into someone I went to high school with, it's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) Get out of my state. (laughs) See, I went to high school. Five minutes from here. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Loser. No. Townie. <laughs> Townie. <laughs> no, but I bump into people. And for me, at least, it happens often enough where it's like, hey, basically, you know, I've, I've run into these people. And at, it's cer- like at a neighbors. certain point, like, you understand, like, you just get reduced to acquaintances. And it's, I don't feel bad about it. Mm. No. That's just, and that's I don't feel light. bad for not like saying hello i won't avoid eye contact i will i will make eye contact oh you will like if we're walking crossing paths on a street or something there's some people have dipped you know dipped their no eyes way that's so weird like, really it's because but, if you dip like that like if you're you know we're walking uh towards each other and you, you look away and i obviously i feel like you're ashamed like you right know, yeah. that's so how i, I like feel. to win those situations it's a, i feel like high school always boils down to it's like you're still in that same Mindset. I feel like it's too. It's like Stockholm syndrome when you like you get out of high school and then you like you're your own person. You figure out who you are, but then as soon as you're put around those people that you went to high school with for like a long period of time, you just immediately click back in that mindset that it's like, oh shit, I'm not one of the cool kids. I gotta look cool. I didn't do something cool. Just avoid eye contact. Go away. What? Oh, dude, I. That's I not my kid. But mate, that's a good point. Yeah. Honestly, it's, that's it's a good ju- hypothesis. It's, like, it's almost like PTSD. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. There's there's John Juan DeMarco, yeah, dude. Exa- yeah, exactly. You know, he's gonna, some people think I didn't that change it's my underwear. He's gonna move. Yeah, yeah. Some people think it's a competition. So if you, oh. if you're out both two years down the road, say, and you haven't seen each other for two mm-hmm. years, and I'm driving a Benz. You know, I, yeah, if you're in the Mercedes and I'm on my sixth year of college, yeah. basically, yeah. still like trying to get out of it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's I've the, been like, there. It's like the whole you know? concept of like high school reunions is it's like if you're going to stay in con like in high school, I had probably I had the same core group of friends from like sixth grade to end of high school. There were like maybe six of us. Right. I still keep in contact with all of them, but I would only say that I'm like close friends with one person. And he was had always been my best friend through yeah. since like sixth grade. He had a locker two two lockers down from mine. That was it. I feel like the whole concept of like reunions, like your 10 year, 15, 20, whatever year reunion, high school reunion, is it's just a dick measuring contest. Oh, yeah. You're actually yeah. going to stay in contact with, you have been in contact. There's no reason. You either live in the same town, you see these people all the time, or like your one friend that you're still friends with after high school and your friends either like over the phone or you still hang out. You've been hanging out for 
X amount of years. There's no reason to go be like, hey, I'm a doctor now. Look at this, like, Rolex I bought. Well, you Facebook know? already does it for yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, okay, I just rejoined the Facebook, as you guys know, um, yeah. and I hate it for a few reasons. You feel reasons. dirty doing it, yeah? I do. I feel so. It has changed so much. This is. There are no words anymore. There are only to, videos and like memes. You and have it to freaks just. You have out. to embrace it. Like, like accept that it's dirty. It's stupid. It's demeaning. It's and it's sort of fake. But There's, have fun with just troll people. That's just, all I do. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I haven't seen. I missed like, all the political stuff. Thank oh, God. I missed. Man. I'm so. But I. I just. Okay. I have a problem with so it because there's no one. No one really is expressing themselves. Um. In my opinion, no one. Everyone is just repeating things. They're reposting links. No mm-hmm. one's writing, really messages. Generally speaking, yeah, there are some people that do that, but. No, no one. I feel like no one's interpreting the world as they see it. They're interpreting it as others see it, or yeah, as sure you know, which is yeah, weird. And I've sent, I've sent some people. Yeah. Or I've, I've had really strange old people like send me messages, which is cool. And I honestly, I'll admit, I've sent some messages to people, um, with private messages. A DS sign the DM. No, but um, I've had a few people like didn't answer, and I was like, okay, well, this is why oh, not? Yeah. Automatically, I'm like we're unfriended. <laughs> it's yeah, like, like, well, like why did like I we're not really friends? Then if I'm gonna send you I hate a that. message, I hate when that happens because like back. if I I like I have a couple friends that are um, like this one guy like he's a he's the definition of a Facebook friend. I've never met him in real life. We connected <laughs> through a synthwave producers group. He lives okay. in Seattle. Chill. He seems like a super chill guy and yeah. he's really good at music. And we like send each other tracks for critiques and, you know, help each other out promoting and stuff like that. Dude, that's dope. But he's, like, super hardcore Bernie Sanders, which, if anybody who has a brain knows, that it, it doesn't work. It's, it can't work. Zing. Yeah, right? But, so he's super into Bernie Sanders. I might like, disagree with him a little bit. I'm a nice, I'm a nice person. That's no, just, just, I don't yeah. like, you know, like, I don't like Bernie Sanders. I don't he, either. I do. You know, but... he, didn't, he doesn't like, uh, like Trump. I'm neutral on Trump. But we've talked about this stuff, but we've had logical adult conversations yeah. about like heavy topics like economic policy and stuff like that, just chatting, oh, yeah, that's you know, cool. but we're still friends, like, and I would still consider us friends. But then there's other people like I've seen that another person I've never met, but is I know through he's uh, is, she's the wife of my brother-in-law's best friend from back in Indiana. She is the definition of a snowflake. Like she is one of like. Tumblerina, short cut like piercings, you know, colored hair. Okay. In like, but not in like a bad way, but like she's just very like, she's very childish, but very much like the, your typical millennial nowadays. Okay. You know that would like they're so triggered over everything. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like, yeah. She lost her mind when Trump won. Oh really? And, and before, like cried, like and... cried, like like posted the thing like, like the morning after the election about how like. I'm so afraid. Like, I can't tell you how many oh, people I've been like. Oh, that drove me been, like, nuts. It's been, you know, it's been, it was a horrible year. People are afraid. I've been afraid. I don't know what's going to happen. And I fear for my friends. Yeah. I fear, like, I had a conversation with a, another good friend of mine who is, he's openly gay and he's married. He's a great guy. And, we you know, we talked about he was big into Hillary Clinton. Okay. And I was just like, what do you think of Trump? And he's like, I'm afraid. I'm like, why are you afraid? And he's like, because he hates gay people. I mean, like, has he said that? Like, he doesn't have every outward indication is that he has people that work with him who are gay that or that he hates. 
or yeah. that people who hate gays. But I'm sure that if anybody in reality probably knows at least one person who's openly homophobic or closetedly homophobic. Yeah. So you just have to go through life and just figure it out. You like, do. Nothing's going to happen. Like this friend of, wife of, uh, of a friend or brother, my brother-in-law, um, you know, she was talking about how like she's terrified. And I was like, you know what's going to happen? I guarantee you. Trump has said all of this stuff. He's going to get in office. He's going to be like, hey, personal freedom, what's that? Here's the government. Here, government up your ass. Like, just like <laughs> everybody. He's going to be like every other president. Yeah. Probably. Now, hopefully he could do something positive, but more than likely it's going to be overwhelmingly negative. Most likely. And, you know, the thing is, um, I agree with just about everything you said, honestly. I think that we're, we live in, I've said this before, a far too too much fear in our society. We're afraid of everything. It's, it's engineered it, we, we that are, way, though. Yeah, we're afraid of things that haven't even happened. Let's let's live in the present moment, like right now. You know, let's let's do something positive instead of being afraid of what might happen. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. You know, I I don't think that. I definitely don't think he's going to repeal. He's not even a real. He's not even a true Republican. He switched his party six times. He's an, he's an opportunist. He's yeah. an opportunist. I know. That's all I, he is. Do your research. Don't just freaking listen to the news. Yeah. Don't listen to the the liberal media. Damn it. You yeah. Know, or right? or the conservative media. And because there's stupid the people media, on both. The media, the big media. There's yeah. stupid people on both sides. That's why, like, going through, like, I went, like, I went to his rally that was in Eugene. You did. I did. Yeah. Hey, that. Hey, that's good though. Yeah. And That's I good, went, because I was just like, I was like, you know, like, my wife has, like, she was, she, for some reason, she's always hated Donald Trump. Before he was a political figure, she just thought he was a disgusting human being, which I, you know, I can't blame her for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? But I, like, I'm more of, like, I'm not gonna, I'm just, like, whatever. So we, like, me and her and her brother, we went, and it was crazy. <laughs> so we went to Eugene, and it's at the county fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. We park in a neighborhood along there. We walk over. There's protesters everywhere. Going into the main gate to, like, the whole fairgrounds is fenced off. They have everybody going in one gate, and there's a huge protest outside. It was unbelievable, the atmosphere and just the energy that was palpable. Going on the outside, it was like, I'm like I don't like Donald Trump. And I wasn't probably, gonna, like, at the time, I was like, I could vote for him, but I probably won't, you know. But it was it was genuinely terrifying the person in front of me going into the gate was spat on and hit going in the door by somebody who's allegedly somebody who hates a person who's hateful or who doesn't want to have anything that they believe. Going in, like, spit on. It was crazy. Like, it was like there was so much angst and anger and fear and... Could you feel it? And hatred. Oh, yeah, never, I could feel it. I've never and even... And then, like, literally five feet apart, I walked, they, you know, they, the person's checking tickets. I show them my, my ticket. And I walk through the gate immediately. It's quiet. It's calm. It's serene. What? Now I can't like I can't account for anything that anybody's anybody's actual true feelings are obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the vibe there was super chill. <laughs> I never once the whole time. I never once got from the people. I never once got like you know lynch the black people. You know yeah, send well, the Mexicans back to Mexico or whatever. But you like, were just here. You were just there to listen to a message. I was there just to see. Like, see, but that, I, I, think... I, I was looking at like I was like. Whether or not he wins, this is a very, like, a historically important election in American history, and I wanted to see something of it. Plus, I'd never been to a presidential That's rally a, before. I think you've just inspired me, honestly, for two reasons. I've never been to a rally or anything yeah. like that. I think it would be kind of fun to go to a political rally. Yeah. You know, I it, think it was, it was for interesting. For a libertarian, like, you know, I or, 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 all three. That's, you know what? 
Yeah. We criticize people for you're indoctrinated into one religion or or you're indoctrinated into one political belief. Yeah. Maybe you should check out the other one. Maybe it you was should great. if like, you were the Democrat, maybe you should maybe you should have went to a Trump rally. And if you were a Trump guy, maybe you should have went to a Hillary uh, rally. I bought a hat, I bought a button. <laughs> you yeah. bought it, you bought the big I bear, bought, yeah, you it, piece dude, of shit. I, had, I hate those. It was just like it was like it's a mem- it's memorabilia. Like uh, hey, that hey, could hey, be hey. worth like if he's a horrible president. <gasps> what if he's like Teddy Roosevelt? Horrible status? or awesome. Whatever happens in sixty years, that hat could be worth a hundred grand. Like my, <laughs> so my mom, I got the idea because my mom collects uh, buttons, like campaign mm-hmm. buttons or things. So like I bought her a vote Trump button and sent it to her to have to her, for a collection. She has like buttons that are actually like historically important. Like she was a a, a commodities broker in Chicago mm-hmm. in the eighties, and she has a button, one of the hand painted hand painted buttons that the don't uh, say it. I think it was the Weather Underground or somebody, the students, socialist students or something, they were handing out when that, that Democratic Party uh, convention that was in Chicago in mm-hmm. the 80s where they voted a pig in the first ballot. She has one of those vote pig buttons oh, that's, that's hand-painted. dope. Like, and hmm. she has, Does like, she have a Ross Perot button or like a yeah, Bob Dole? I no, think, she doesn't. I think she doesn't. has a Ross Perot Oh! I know, right? Can she I has, it? She I had stuff. a Gary Johnson shirt. Did you? Nice. She oh, had yeah. at one point she had this like she bought it at a thrift shop that it was a KKK talisman <laughs> that she what? found and she well she bought it to collect it she ended up selling it for like she bought it in the eighties she sold it like ten years ago for like four hundred dollars for somebody so, was, well it's like the same <laughs> KKK that, memorabilia yeah, it's what the it? same thing as like people collect Nazi memorabilia oh I know just, that's a big like well, I mean, weird if you're, a, if you're a Nazi then it's just like your garb but if you're not it's just <laughs> it's just history like you know. Dude, we got to get a racist on the show, though. I would, That's I, I would, would love, love to. to. I would I've, love I've to talk so to. Many, like, 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 I guess you would call them racist, but just like old Southern types. That it's like it's a type of racism that it's almost like you're nice to your face, but then you're they're like, it's like the upstairs downstairs kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's like you're nice to them, you're cordial to them, you're hospitable, but at the same time you're better than them or something. Yeah, that like goes that. both ways too. Yeah, like it's. It's a. Uh, I would love, but I would love to have like like a, a freaking neo Nazi. I just like to sit down and talk to them. I, I think that's maybe not this year. We got to get a little better there at was this. A show, but there was a show. Um, I love that. It was on CNN. Um, With uh, d- Kamal, d- Kamal Brown, or the, I think was his name. Yeah, he sucked at it. There was another guy that got see... fourteen Klansmen to leave the Klan. The pre or er, a musician. He used to. Yeah, I, I Google it. Um, that, so well, type in black man yeah. gets KKK dudes to <laughs> to leave the I don't I know keep, something I keep like that. Thinking of the uh, Dave but, Chappelle show. Oh, oh, Claire, now, Eric, Claire, yeah. Klansman, who's a black guy. <laughs> this well, no, this guy um, just started hanging around the these Klansmen and sort of befriended him and yeah. fig- figured out things they had in common. And he's he's like, you know what? Honestly, uh, most of them never really hung out with black people. Yeah, They've just been told is, one thing their whole life, and then they meet me, and they they hate me at first. Like, if you're just he just killed them with kindness, right? Eventually, like, I what? Why do I hate this person? So it's like it's like look at like what are, in my opinion, back to racism again. Well, yeah. Well, wait, in like you look at like two two the two probably most racist. Culturally racist regions in the United States. That's him, Daryl Davis. Daryl, Google it, people. Daryl Davis around two hundred white oh, racists. That's incredible. To abandon the KKK. That's incredible. Yeah. See, that's Just the type of thing them. you can't well, like. Like this is where I want to do that. It's like you know, like like Black Lives Matter, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Right? When it started, the core message of that 
that people miss is like they say Black Lives Matter. It's like Black Lives Matter, also, but the also is it's supposed to be understood. You know, it's not yeah, saying, like, yeah. black lives matter more than X oh, lives. God, you are so racist, bro. No, 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 you, is, no, you actually where, understand this is, things. This is where I, like, I disagree with them That's is fine. that they start like their core Oops. message. And it's, it's almost all of the people that like were in the black power movement. Like I've read about them and tried to like, I can't remember the woman's name and I wish I could remember. She's a professor at, I think UC Davis. Yeah. Um, she was uh, tried for murder, and she fought the government in her trial, and she won. I can't. It, she was. That a was huge... Tupac Shakur. That was a, rel- a relative of Tupac. Yeah, it, she I lives remember... in Cuba right now. Yes, her. I know exact Tupac. So, <laughs> my boy. the whole point of like with that movement is that like where they start is it's like black people are being oppressed, which is true. Yeah. Black people are being unfairly prosecuted in a system that's designed to exploit them post slavery which is true. Mm-hmm. But then that's where they go. It's like they break from that. And instead of being like, what can we do to fix it? They're like, fuck everybody else. Or like, let's get the government on our side. Yeah. You know, instead of being like, well, maybe and she's and that woman. I can't remember her name. I wish I is Sharon something. Maybe Google. Yeah. Max, we need I want, you. She's a professor at UC Davis, I think. Um, she shot. She is. She's an anarchist. And she comes at it like she's like, the government is the reason this is happening. We should end the government, which is where it's like, she's the one person in that whole movement that whenever I watch these shows, they're like, we, you know, the the government keeps us down. They put us in prison. We need to end the government and have a communist dictatorship. And I'm like, what? Huh? No, we can't have a communist. No, or like, we need some sort of like. So you you agree with the woman in Cuba that's an anarchist? Yeah. Are you, you, I think you're more of like an anno. Anarch, an ancap, an an-cap. Yeah. yes, or a minarchist, I, like whichever. Like I like the. Uh, yeah. We have to get. You, I think we're that's gonna, her. We know what we're gonna have. Is it An- Angela, Angela Davis? Davis? That might be her. Maybe I was wrong. I don't know if she's related to she Tupac. She has a big. She like has a huge afro. I can't remember her name. She was in a. Um, look up the documentary The Thirteenth. Have you seen that? I won't watch it, dude. It's it's mm-hmm. not bad. Nah, it just seems too depressing, man. It is and very when depressing, you start talking about the good. legal system, I just want to ch- 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 check out, man. I get I it's I could... pretty depressing to me. She's a major player in it. The war on drugs, all that stuff. Uh, by the way, hey, that's another thing that's changed. Weed is legal in uh, how many more states now? Uh, five, five more. Five more states. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. California. California. Uh, I don't know. D.C., Maryland? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. Some of them did made it legal for medical, medical only. There were, what, cool. there were like five medical and three. The tyranny yeah. of the plant of, uh, yeah, that's, that's it's coming to really an end. There's a really good documentary that is on Netflix that I just, I've watched it a couple years ago, but it's back on there, mm-hmm. that it's about the history of the bloods. and the, It's supposed oh, to be I've about seen these, that. I've seen but that. But it goes so deep. The like it's like boys and girls, boys, and boys, boys and girls club, yeah, most right? racist club America, right but there. But then it starts. It's just like, well, here's the bloods and the crips, but here's the history of the drug war and why this matters. And it's like it's a, uh, the whole drug war. It's just, it's like, like this film. The main point of this film is it's talking about the prison industrial complex mm-hmm. and how the Thirteenth Amendment legalized or like made slavery illegal, except in terms of incarceration, which is forced labor yeah. in terms of incarceration, which it, is it's just. It's just slavery. So they would, like, half the people that that were freed, they just arrested them and put them in prison and put them to work. Well, there's there's corporations right now that you can, uh, T-shirts, I mean, a a large portion of our population is slaves. Whether you're white, black, doesn't matter. If you're incarcerated on a bullshit charge, you are getting paid nothing Mm -hmm. to to work. Mm -hmm. 
It's so it's so funny how we haven't gone away from that. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, do you? It well, it makes perfect sense. Well, but, okay, yeah, but in why we haven't gone away from it doesn't to me. Like, I, well, robot sense. robots are here. That I mean, maybe that'll that is, back see, to technology. Is yeah. it good? <laughs> that'll it'll end that. Yeah. What about universal income? I don't think it would work. I just I, I think, think it's, it's gonna. I think we're gonna have to I do think it someday. At some point, they're going to do it. But you have there's so many like. Switzerland just had a referendum in their last election that voted for a universal basic income that was like X amount of francs every month. And they voted it down because I don't know, it just makes sense like lack of motivation. Yeah, it it just it's the whole it's the whole welfare state idea that I'm under the belief that humans a human's sole purpose is to survive mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. the and, and expend the least amount of effort. Right, and to survive as gain. survive as easy as possible. Uh, you know, it's and like, so that's where you know technology comes into that too. Yeah. So like you know that's why tech is invented so we can do stuff quicker, <laughs> easier, <laughs> faster, more efficient. Like with imagine, us doing less work. Imagine this like this scenario right here. Imagine that we were doing this forty years ago, thirty years ago. Yeah. Right. You would have. These microphones hooked up to a huge stack of interfaces that went into a tape machine. And if you wanted to do compression, you had to route it through a, com- a hardware compressor. You had to route it through a hardware EQ. If you wanted to do, like, you know, like reverb, you had to, like, do, like, tape stop effect, right? You literally had to grab the tape reel well. No. Right. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Or, like, echo is cutting tape and putting it, layering it back on the tape. <sighs> So that it gives it a slight echo. Now it's just an algorithm in a computer. I'm so glad you're a sound guy because I literally understood probably a few things in there, but Someone I could. Someone is listening. Will. <laughs> Someone. Like, oh, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Learn. But you know, now it's like I literally I hook it into my box. I plug my one cable into my computer from my interface, and I press record. And then from there, I can stick different things on different channels and turn knobs and things in the computer. But I can. Like, my entire album, I wrote, performed, mixed, mastered in my, like, one room. How is that going? How is the music career, Amigo? It's, I feel like there's something happening. I really You did, you just gave a talk, right? Like. Yeah, I, well, I do, um, like, I think you know that I do, like, visual art. Yes, yes, um, yes. The clip. Glitch art. Glitch art. Yeah, I do. Clip art. That's kind of like clip art. Um, I do glitch art, and so I... I've been lucky enough to have been in the last two issues of Prism, the school's uh-huh. art magazine. I was the cover last term, and had a, I had two pieces in there, including the cover, and then I had another piece this term. And they had their launch party for the issue just on Friday, and they asked me to come speak just about my process. I felt like a total moron, because I'm like, I'm like, uh, like, I'm standing up there, I have my headphones on, I'm like... I'm a musician, like, I'm going to be really honest, I'm a really shitty artist, there's no real intent behind my stuff, I just make stuff that looks cool, but here's how I do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what like, is your artistic process? <sighs> What's me, Max well, and you, uh, both of you, I want to know both. Um, let's do music for, for you music? and Max, whatever the hell, it is, for your ahead, luscious said, locks of hair, dude. What, what is your artistic process? I don't know if you know this, but I'm, I'm a major doodler. Nice. I did. Ooh. I've got some. Do you have any work? I'm gonna see these doodles. Oh, I've got work. Oh no way! Pull out my book. Oh, folks, this is exciting. Max going in there. Oh, you've got a what? Got, oh no way! That's a sketchbook. That's a sketchbook. Major doodles. Yeah, sorry for the That's viewers. A straight up or oh, I can explain. Let me go ahead and give you guys a play-by-play. All but right. uh, 
I literally just Dude, that's... plug in my headphones and go sit in a so, public, public place on campus. And so, folks, rip into it. I am looking at uh, a flower that is an eyeball. That in it, it's it's exquisite. It's beautiful. I mean, you know what? We're gonna have to. Uh... You never. You're fired. <laughs> I told you not to keep anything from I'm me. Sorry, no. I'm just... <laughs> I am I am amazed. I had no I you know what? We're gonna do we're gonna do these podcasts, uh fireside chats, uh more often. Because I keep finding out information about the Inquisitive Minds team. Which <laughs> makes me feel bad because I haven't been inquisitive enough. Wow. Dude. One of the di- Did you get that of- for Christmas? That's no, a, I got it during last I was term. Say, that's, you don't do that. That's, <coughs> that's sketching. You know what? I'm going to make artist. a plug for my uh, best, plug. Go best go art teacher ever. All right. Anna Fiddler. Anna Fiddler. Yeah, I put, my wife has classes. With Let's her. get her on the podcast. She's, she's amazing. Have you she seen her really artwork? inspired me. Yeah. Her artwork's legit. It's just super cool, like collage almost, but it's like three-dimensional. Let's get her on the podcast. Can, we set, awesome. can we set this up? I might be able to. She used to be a musician. Let's set it, no, oh, hell yeah, yeah dude. I love, she sounds very, weird. Let's amazing. get her on the podcast. She's really cool. Listen she to these really last really philosophy. To draw and really? I, I write. I'm a writer. That's I got into it. I well, I took it because I needed a credit for I miss, my major. I miss school, man. And then it was so fun, I just took another class from What? Her. I wish I could remember. You need. You should look it up. Try to find it at Reed College in Portland. Oh, There's, have you been to that campus? So, so beautiful. It's, it's, it's it real rapey, super rapey vibe. <laughs> what? Super rapey. Vibe. Shouldn't laugh at that. There's a there's a uh, um. It's called the Cooley Gallery. Yeah. They there's an art at Max. You would like this guy. There's an artist that I went and saw their show. It was the beginning of December. I can't remember the name the guy's name, but it was exactly what you do. He had just books and books and books and books and books of like doodles, but they were these incredible illustrations that were just super oh, angsty. Yeah. I can't. He's he was a guy that he was, he's he doesn't know what tribe he's from, but he's Native American. He was adopted by a German family, like a German German family. Like, so there's this like you Sprechen know, Sie Deutsch, yeah, German. But grew up Does in America. Does he speak German? No, but he oh, grew up sucks. like he's Native American, but he doesn't know like what he is. But mm. it's, all his art is just like this super like. It's there's obviously a Native American aesthetic to it, mm-hmm. but it's so like there's stuff that looks like I recognize from Cherokee stuff, like I've seen my family has, mm-hmm. you know. But then there's like other stuff, like there's like totem pole stuff from like Northwestern tribes and Thunderbirds from like the Plains Indians and stuff like that. That it's insane. It's just super angsty. This, I don't even understand. You know what? I want to say I don't understand art, but I, when I went to the Louvre. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at. I saw the Mona Lisa. Honestly, wasn't that impressed. Mona Lisa isn't that good. But I saw some of the other artworks there, and I don't know any of. I'm sorry, I don't know any of the names. But I, I remember I was looking at one. It was Did a, you see it was a, leading the people? I don't know. It was a picture of heaven. And I looked at that picture, and it was so real to me. I felt like I could reach out and 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 enter it into another dimension. And and this was like like 700 years old and I was like holy shit I get it I get art I could never do that I could never do that that's but, like they always, like people always say you know like I hate jazz I love, nobody they don't nobody, understand nobody hates jazz you just haven't heard the right type of jazz I right? think that's jazz and, that's in, and art is exactly the same way you might say I don't get art you don't get like minimalism or you don't get abstract yeah. or modernism there's some sort of art that you will like yes 
And, you know, speaking of jazz, that's a new goal. That's I'm going to write these down. Get a jazz. We need to get someone, that, a, a, a jazz, jazz musician guitarist. or a jazz teacher to and both of those things. history. We need to do, like, a little history of jazz. I know Ken Burns has... Dude, that documentary is so good. The history of, history of jazz. Uh, Have you seen let's the try, Let's one? try. Oh, yeah. Let's try and interview Ken Burns. Fuck yeah. Let's Dude, just, I would love let's to. Let's reach out to him. Like, I want to be like Ken be that. Burns. Tell me why you're so interesting that you took 13 and a half hours of my life to learn the entire history of baseball from start to finish. And <laughs> and tell me why you inspired me to love jazz. Like, I yeah. used to hate it, and as after I watched it, and he explained to me what the jazz history, being the, um, an American invention and a change. I was like, oh, I'm in, man. Jazz oh, man. is, jazz is, uh, jazz and blues are truly the, uh, only, the only American music. real music, American music, yeah. Boom, boom. Okay. I know a I know a very good jazz mu- musician. I know several actually. So. Pot pot it up. Yeah. Pot um, it up. What's your creative process, Max? We we jumped out. We're back in though. We jumped back into the. Usually when I start, I never really know what I'm gonna like draw. So I'll either just some m- most of the time my go to is just an eyeball. I really like drawing eyes for some reason. Okay. There's power behind eyes. That's like that's the person is the eye. And it's something that I can do relatively easily and mm-hmm. well. Um, so I just go for the eyes, and then after that, if I'm feeling conventional, which usually is not the case, because I think it's really boring to just to draw it like a regular face. Mm-hmm. A because I'm not good enough to just be a perfect artist for f- facial features and stuff, and B I like to just. I like weird, so if I throw I, I throw I, like a weird shapes, aliens make cool. balloons into people, or if I might make a suggestion, if you have the time, the money, or the credits left, take Andy Myers' basic drawing class here. Okay. He and so first off, Andy Myers is he's a straight chiller. He's a super cool <laughs> guy. Like yeah. I love Andy. Like I worked with him doing the opera that we did last spring. And, like, he's a super cool guy. He's, like, normal. Like, we all went out drinking afterwards. Like, but I took his, uh, he does basic, like, gesture drawing. Mm. I took that, and I fucking love drawing. I'd never drawn at all before that day, and now I draw a lot. And I, like, love it. It's just, it's fun to see things come into shape, you know? If I'm starting off and have no clue what's going to happen, I'll just make a big squiggle or something that's kind of how to i do music too try really? to make something out of it which for me it's been tough because i bought this book mm-hmm. it's like 50 pages and i don't want to rip have to rip any of them out yeah don't. that's my goal oh yeah well you know i will if it's bad you know no no you, know, you gotta I to- leave it no, in I totally there will. Yeah, i totally to will because you know i can't end, tell you I want, what to do i want bro. this book to be just like full, a complete just product. full yeah there's gonna be 50 pages of you better not rip a page out, dude. If you do, if you do, I swear to God, man. <laughs> I will find you. I don't know what. Well, yeah, I won't have to look very long. I'll find you. Those luscious locks. Your hair's getting long, dude. I lo- I'm growing mine out. Really? Yeah. Well, the the logo has a fro, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I need a fro. Why not? I'm I'm gonna grow. I mean, you know, what? I'm gonna do a flat top too. I miss the old flat top. I, I, that's what I'm going to do eventually. I'm not cutting it now because it's so freaking cold. Oh, my, oh my God. It's, so it's really not. We're so soft. Come on. It is pretty cold. Oregon, it's, it's, it's not. When I was in Nebraska, no, that's it was crazy. miserable. I, I just felt so soft living in Oregon. It was, it was like spring, and there was that. a blizzard, like, and it was 80 degrees when I left. It was, no. What I have to say about that is 
the reason why Oregonians complain about all weather types. Literally today, I was complaining. Me, today. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Sunday, what is it? The 15th. January 15th. It was the most beautiful day that ever. gorgeous. Gorgeous. I go outside to play pass during the halftime. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What? Wow, okay. The sun is in my eyes." <laughs> oh my god! Like, normal, like normal January fifteenth. It's like there's an inversion and right? it's raining. Yeah, right? you're you're complaining about the sun. Complaining about the sun. <laughs> oh my! Wow. But Oregonians are just ill prepared for any weather type. We are, and that's for rain. No, rain we got rain. We got rain. it. Yeah, yeah. Everything else though. That's yeah. what I was. I I I was telling everyone that I was hanging out with in Portland, like. I wish it snowed like this every year. No, no. Why? I was like, so we get used to it and yeah. figure out how to drive I, in the like, freaking snow. Like, so my uh, one of my instructors, he lives in Portland still, Ooh. and he's a he's a grad student instructor. He lives in Portland and commutes here three days a week okay. for classes and, and for teaching and then schooling. It, and like he didn't come Wednesday because he couldn't get out of Portland. Oh well, yeah. And he was here Friday, and he was like, nobody shoveled like at all. And it's just like I, I don't know, like I, I guess I lived in the Midwest for a long time. Like the one year I spent in Wisconsin, like from December fifteenth until like mid April, almost May, there was a foot of snow on the ground. But like several times we would have a legitimate blizzard. Like it would snow fourteen inches overnight, and they'd have the snow plows two two trucks to a street, going through the streets, clear, and they go to school the next day. Yep. It's, it's like well, they have they're set up for it. They got the trucks, and they also have the places to put the snow that's what people don't really understand is it's a huge city in portland and every square inch is occupied and now you have thousands of cubic I mean, New York meters of, it, though. like new york gets snow we like need to once or twice we need day. to look look to that's our true. look to the other cities and figure out like what they're doing what? portland said they had 10 seven inches that's and they, it and seattle gave them like lent them 30 we only have 10 that's unacceptable benton county only has two yeah, well, I, I do know. I mean, I lived right. here during the last snowfall. Yeah. That was hilarious. Was the ex- explanation, because everyone was pissed. They're like, well, we thought the snow was going to melt in the, the, the next few <laughs> days, and, uh, and then it snowed more, yeah. and then it kept snowing. And so we just kind of gave up. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. I think someone told me they have, like, two snow plows, and they do I-5, and that's it. Like, yeah. that's why the whole city was shut down for, like, a week. Yeah, that's, it was, that was great. That I was a great that. week that of my right life. Now, that was the winter I moved here from Wisconsin. Oh, you were, you so were probably like, laughing your ass we off. Like, we had packed, we brought our, like, we have, like, real, like, sorrel snow boots mm-hmm. and stuff and, like, huge parkas and stuff. And we were already, like, we had the, we had them packed up being, like, it's not going to snow, but it's worth keeping in case we go, like, to the mountains or something. Right. And we were, like, within, a, like, three months of moving here, we were, like, well, let's break out the snow boots. Nice. And we, like, walked a safe way to buy groceries. Oh, I had to buy all of the snow gear. I went to, like, walked. No, I, no, I drove. Drove to Fred Meyer and mm-hmm. bought all my snow stuff. Oh, Got yeah. ready for the winter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I guess it's time to buy this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, man. Um, how long? What, what's the time? We've been... Uh, we've been about, about an hour. About an hour. It's, an hour. it's uh, yeah. Guys, it's I'm... It is... It, you know what? It is good to be back. There's one thing I love doing is bullshitting, and bullshitting. especially with people who know what they're talking about. I, you know, I have been accused of not. Oh, I'm going to go with I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know anything, about. guys. Um, listen, my miners, my intelligence. I have missed you guys, and and it's not going to happen again. We uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep cranking out a lot of shows, exciting things to come. Um, if nothing else, if we will we will produce a show every two weeks. This. 
this this turn. And if we can't find a guest, we'll just do a fireside chat. Yeah. But content is the name of the game, and this is something that we all love to do. And I want to thank my compatriots, comrades, for doing this fireside chat with me. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope that 2017 is off to an amazing start. I know mine is. A lot of changes have happened. I'm very uncomfortable and a little scared right now, starting a new job and living in a new city. But I'll tell you what, those things help me grow and help me become a more rounded person. So, as always, stay inquisitive, y'all. I love you. Peace. Peace. Hey, Infinity Break fans. Do you want to show your support and devotion for an extremely obscure group of entertainers? Well, now you can. Just go to our website at infinitybreak.net and click on the shop tab to be whisked away to our Redbubble, where you can find all sorts of awesome shirts, stickers, notebooks, and other gadgets decked out with icons from all of our most popular shows. Act now, because that stuff will be there forever.